them on Facebook for interviews and more. The Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this Tuesday morning. And uh, we are really pleased, honored, and proud to have with us this morning Vermont State Police Officer Michelle Archer. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And uh, we invite all of our listening audience, certainly, to feel free to give us a call. The McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, 888-414-0303. Even if if you want to ask Michelle a question or if you just want to say thank you, that'd be a great thing, too. Before we get into the actual story of that of that day, uh, and I, and I know Michelle has does not as you often hear people who have done something heroic don't like to say they're a hero, they're doing their job, and I totally get that. But she's a hero, and but I want to start with just um, first time in the morning drive. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Michelle. Um, how long you've been a Vermont State Police Officer, and what made you want to become a Vermont State Police Officer? Sure, um, I grew up in Vermont, so. You know, Vermont are over here. Um, I've been with the state police for six years now. Where'd you grow up in Vermont? I grew up in Milton. Oh, yeah. Anthony's town? Yeah, yeah, just down the road here. So, um, yeah, I've been with the state police for six years. Um, I worked at Smuggler's Notch Resort before this uh, in the Human Resources Department and quickly learned sitting at a desk wasn't really my thing. So um, I just Googled and ended up with state police. Wow. And uh, was it um, what? What made you want to become a state police officer? Was it uh, you wanted to help people? Yeah, of course. That's most what people say. Want why they want to start this job? But I quickly learned it was it was more than than just helping people. It was you know a lot of different aspects of the job, making a difference. Yeah, of course. And so now let's tell us about that day. It was on December seventeenth. Is that right? Yep, that's right. In Cambridge. Yep. Um, and just tell us how that day unfolded. Yeah. Or, Um, So I was just, you know, patrolling the town of Cambridge like I, you know, typically do, sign on and head out on, hit the road. And um, I saw that call come up on our computer screen and realized I was right down the road. Uh, So I turned around and and just started heading that way. And what's the first thing that you, so you get to the the location, there's a little pond right there on someone's Mm -hmm. property, right? Mm -hmm. What's the first thing, what, what do you do initially? Uh, so when I initially showed up, the, the homeowner uh, where the pond was on her, her land came out and said, you know, she got one, one child out of the pond, but there's still one in there. So oh. that's when I saw uh, the other child still in the, in the pond. And uh, I don't I say instinct or training, something kicked in where I wasn't really thinking and action kind of just took over. And was it, were you by yourself? Do you have a colleague with you? Uh, not at that point. I knew uh, Trooper Keith Cody. Uh, when I got on scene, I heard him on the radio say he was a couple minutes out. So I knew he was right behind me. Now, when I first watched the video, and it's just, it's an incredible video. It's its a little, I know they always announce on the on the TV shows like this may be disturbing to watch initially because mm-hmm. it's, it's, hard, it's hard to watch for a minute. But when you realize the outcome, it's it's great in the same mm-hmm. sense. But when I first saw it, I didn't see any sign. I, I know you did. And when I looked at that back, I did see the pink there. Yeah. But I first looked and said, oh, my God, I, I don't see anything mm-hmm. so you saw the the little girls that was something pink there right yeah she was wearing that pink jacket and um same like that's what stood out to me and so um you you get there and the little girl is is uh, you, you pulled her out of the water obviously immediately how cold was the water 
Uh, I didn't know it at the time, but afterwards, someone was saying around 40 degrees. So when let's, I just want to back up a little bit because mm-hmm. we talked a little bit off the air. I think what is remarkable and what resonates with a lot of people is because we see it first person, we're following your, you've got your body camera on. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us, myself included, it's like you assess the situation so quickly mm-hmm. and then you just, you don't even, like you said, it just instinct kicked in. Mm-hmm. You go to the back of the car, you get, you get, was it, you have that, you carry a, was it a flotation? And it, a, it's a throw rope. Yeah. A throw rope. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing. A, a friend of mine showed me what was in a, a trooper's uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you don't, you just kind of envision all these other things, mm-hmm. but a throw rope, some very simple things that, that save lives. Mm-hmm. And you just don't even, you don't even break for a second. You grab it and you just go. And I think that's why everybody, um, because we're, we're kind of living through you thinking, how would I do this? How would I do this? Mm-hmm. And I, I think most of us are like, we wouldn't have had the wherewithal to, to process it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it, and so it just, it just, you just went click. Yeah, like I've talked about it a little bit before. Um, we don't train for anything, you know, specific to this situation, but I think the training that we do get can be applied to a multitude of situations because yeah. you never know what we're going to come across. So. Right. Well, that's and that's the point. I guess my point is is you're in you're in Cambridge, pretty remote area. Yeah. You just happen to be patrolling, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is great. And then it's it's like okay. Uh, it, We've, we've talked to enough folks from the Vermont State Police where we hear how the troopers and the whole thing kind of started. Uh, and it, it, it's like, I think the other part of it that fits so well is that's like the troopers' mission from the beginning was just to be out and around through the state mm-hmm. protecting people. Yeah. And quite often it's protecting people from themselves. I mean, let's it be honest. Be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I think that uh, it, it's, it's, it's pretty remarkable. And the, and the last, I know I talk a lot. The water looked so cold, and you didn't even break stride. And and so when you hit the water, did you did you even think about that, or were you just focused on the little girl? Uh, I think I was just focused on getting her out because I knew that's that's what had to be done at that time. So it wasn't like you felt shock in the cold or anything. Mm-mm, not and when you and when you go back and you watch it yourself, have yes. you gone back and watched the video? I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. What did, did you pick up on things that you weren't thinking at the time? Because I'm sure you're, you know adrenaline or whatever you want to call it took over right as you're plunging into that water you're not thinking about anything except i've got to save this little girl Mm -hmm. when you watched it back what did you think oh there was definitely things i picked up um i'd never even felt the water and how cold it was but when you watch the video you can tell my breathing changed um never even thought about that at the time how deep was the water in the pond um Mm -hmm. the homeowner before i went in said it was about eight feet deep in the middle so um i was definitely swimming by the time i got to her with all the gear uh yeah i dropped my duty belt but yep yep, everything else stayed on that's the other thing that i've I've, i'm fearful of cold water and then but but you were obviously fit enough you were swimming fully clothed in that cold water so you had to it wasn't like you could wade in and and touch the bottom or anything Uh, i did for a while but yeah once i got to her it was over my head wow wow so now you you pull the little girl out um eight years old nine eight i believe Yep. eight years old and uh you don't know initially what the situation is. Is she alive? Is she breathing? What it is? But then you, you I hear you on the video saying mm-hmm. she's she's making noises. Yeah, she was. So of course you know at that point you're like, oh my god, she's alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what happens from there once you 
uh, I'm very thankful that at that point Trooper Cody arrived and um, he was able to, uh, you know, she's she's eight years old. All of her clothes are waterlogged, so it was she was kind of heavy to drag out of there. So thankfully Trooper Cody arrived and he was able to pick her up and run her to the other side of the pond where the ambulance was waiting. Well, uh, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hey, good morning. I, I just want to call up and say thank you to this lady. Um, you know, lady first and officer and for your service. It's, it's amazing. Um, what happened to the parents of this girl? Does, is there anything happened to them? Thank you. Um, yeah, so our, our detectives, um, investigated this, uh, incident and I'm not, I'm not totally sure what the outcome was yet. Um, there, there could have been a press release that I might've missed, but, um, yeah, our detective, uh, investigated it to make sure there wasn't any kind of uh, anything nefarious. I mean, I think, yeah, this type of thing happens, you know, in this time of year Mm -hmm. and this thin ice and I mean, you know, kids, kids are going to be kids as much as you can guide them places. So let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. I just want to tell the officer that uh, I'm really proud of her and thank you for your service. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And that's what I was encouraging people. If you want to call and ask Michelle Archer a question, feel free to do so. Or if you just want to call up and thank her for this incredible act of heroism, uh, do that as well. We'd, we'd love to hear from you because, again, this is your actions. I mean, and you – do you think about that afterwards uh, in the in – the, uh, December 17th, so we're, you know, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Do you reflect back on that and think about the magnitude of, of the fact that because of your actions, I mean, because and something like this, minutes are, are actually obviously vital, right? Even seconds mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't get there when you did, I mean, you saved the life of this little girl who's going to go on to have a long life, hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. because of your actions. Do you stop and reflect on that? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you come across these calls that stick with you for your career that you'll, you know, think about every now and again. This is certainly one of those calls. Um, I, we had the opportunity to meet the little girl and, um, you know, just knowing that she's going to be okay. And um, it was a great outcome is, you know, is a relief. So you've met with the girl mm-hmm. after this happened just in the last, not, how long? How long uh, did you maybe, meet with her? Uh, last week or two. And... What did she say to you? What was her reaction when she saw you? I'm sure her parents, I mean, she may have been in shock initially after that, right? Yeah. But yep. but her parents, I'm sure, explained to her that you saved her. Mm-hmm. What did she say to you? You know, she was a little bit shy at first, but uh, she came around and, um, you know, we gave her a tour of the new barracks. So it was it was good just to connect with her. And, you know, they say, um, you know, it's important. And I, I realize that the, this more as, as I've grown older um, but when a little girl sees a woman as a trooper uh, save her, uh, you know, it sets a marker that, you know, women can do this, too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that's the other thing that's resonating with so many people that um, that you just you just did it. And it and it was the we always talk about the children looking and seeing people like them doing things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's another thing. A lot of, a lot of little girls are looking up to you. Yeah. I hope to inspire them. Yep. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Yes. Uh, good morning. Uh, absolutely. Thank you for your heroism on this. 
uh, on this incident. It was probably the most heartwarming story of, of 2023, in my opinion. And I'm wondering, do you, uh, did you take like swimming lessons? You know how to swim. And is that a state trooper qualification? I mean, do you have to know how to swim to be a state trooper? I guess that's the question. And once again, thank you. That was so great. I'll hang up. Yes. Thank you. Um, uh, we do uh, in the we do a little a pre basic before actual academy starts for training and we do uh, some so a pool day, um, but like I said I grew up in Vermont my family's got a lake, uh, camp on the lake so um, I grew up out there kind of consider myself a decent swimmer yeah and uh, <laughs> and so you t- as you said you didn't have any specific training that that enabled you to do this but but more of the basic training that you just have as a Vermont State Police officer mm-hmm. sort of kicked in. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's 100% right. Um, you never know what we're going to see, so that training is, is just well-rounded, right? So. Um, what was the what was the parents, I, I mean, I can only imagine, but what was the parents' reaction when they came over and you and you had her their daughter out of the, and she was clearly breathing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was very emotional. Um, and to be honest with you, I was on scene in the water, out of the water, and off scene very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so my sergeant actually arrived on scene, and he's the one that kind of dealt with the aftermath of it. And did you? So she was then rushed to the hospital. Yes. Yep. Uh, wow! It just an, an, an incredible. Um, I mean, there's not many people I think that get to fall into the category of they literally saved someone's life, and particularly any life is important, but particularly when it's a little girl who you know has all of her life ahead of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm sure the parents are incredibly thankful to you, as is the little girl. And every Vermonter I know looks up to you. And, and it's just, it's, I know I've read some of the accounts and I know you don't like to, you don't like to call yourself a hero, right? Yeah. How do you look at it? Uh, I know people say, you know, you're just doing your job, but that's literally what I was doing. A job had to be done and I was the first one there to do it. Well, to me, that makes you even more of a hero because yeah. I think real heroes don't like to call themselves a hero. Yeah. But there is no question. To, to all of the rest of us that we're going to refer, refer to you as a hero because because you are Thanks. and i i love that um you know uh it, it's relatively it's it's like one town over i mean mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of a hometown kind of thing you grew up in milton and now you're patrolling uh kind of a, around this area um the whole thing just kind of comes together and uh, just we're really really uh thankful and i uh, want to thank you for your service you live in the next community right I do. Yep, I live out in Lamoille County. Was it anybody that you'd ever heard of? Probably not. No, no. Let's grab one more phone call for you. Okay, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call, and thank you very much for your service. Um, I would like to commend you for your your heroic actions that uh, saved this young girl's life. And uh, just to let you know that uh, there are more people out here in Vermont that respect and appreciate everything that law enforcement does every day, uh, putting on that uniform and putting your life at risk every day for uh, uh, Vermont citizens. And just let you know that uh, you are appreciated, and well, I thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you for calling in. Let, let's grab. Let's grab one more. Actually, okay. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Yeah, I couldn't resist the urge to call and say the same thing. I'm really so proud of her, and I wanted Trooper Archer to know she didn't just inspire little girls. A lot of other people, former police officers are proud of you, and I uh, saw the 
same news story on numerous national headlines. So you changed a lot of people's outlook and inspired us. So thank you for what you do and truly appreciate it. You're a hero. Thank you. Thanks. That, that's It's got to be great to hear. It is. I know. Uh, you know, sometimes you get a lot of bad press around it. So um, it's nice to hear something good. And Vermont is very... Um, you know, in my experience, especially maybe Lamoille County, very supportive of law enforcement. So I, I appreciate that. And I know that last caller was a, a former law enforcement official. I don't know if you know the voice or not, but I know I know him. And so um, you heard it from Vermonters calling right there. And I think we can say on behalf of every Vermonter, thank you for what you did. You are the real definition of a hero. Thank you. Thank you so much. Michelle Archer, thanks for being on the morning drive today. And thanks for 